This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. A quick word about this program. This is meant for educational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations. Always consult with a financial professional regarding your personal situation before making any financial decisions. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett, thanks for being on the program with me. We're, we're doing a little bit of a series, so I think, as Brett says... You're hearing way too much of me, <laughs> but I'm going to say not yep. not so much, Brett. I mean, they, you know, you're you're really a very uh, well appreciated guest person on the show. I get a lot of good comments when you're on the show, so don't be thinking you've been on here too much. No, it's 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 always enjoyable. Well, and it, part of what we're doing is a, a series of seven programs where we're talking about the seven frequently asked questions about retirement. And retirement is a 30-year, sometimes longer oh, than 30-year period. It's longer than 30. Well, and so we, we counsel people to plan on a very 20, 30 or longer period of time. As people are living longer, we really look at that as being much more significant that you have more risk w- during retirement than you than they did prior when the average age was 65. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, yeah it, right now the average age is in the late 80s, early 90s. I think the longer you live, I guess there is more of a chance of running out of money Yeah, you don't plan. Average lifespan is somewhere in the 70s because of but once you've reached 65, then your average age is into your late 80s, early 90s. Right. Well, and I got great news for you. People that reach age 65 are the ones that want to retire. So that's the ones that are going to be living a little bit longer. Right. Well, everybody right now, especially with what's going on in the news, is worried that they do they have enough money to to retire? Right, that's a big question. And, and big concern uh, for people. And so I I've really been counseling a whole lot of folks that not only do they have enough money, they're going to have a rising income during retirement if they use our techniques. And it's not just our techniques; the certified financial planner techniques. And we add a couple of extra bells and whistles to it, but essentially those techniques generally give a rising income your whole retirement. It's usually keeping up with inflation, if not better. And then by doing so, eventually you kind of end up with a spot where you've you really have a comfort level where you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's that's very, very true. When the markets in a spot like this, it's also counterintuitive that if you do plan on retiring, it's actually a higher level of success if you retire during a market downturn. It it seems strange that I would say that, but that is one of the, the things that happens is if somebody retires or plans a retirement during a market downturn, their expectations are appropriate, and 
then we are likely to have an upturn right, <laughs> right after they retire. Right. And so our when we have the appropriate expectations, then it actually turns out better. It's always uh, a good plan to uh, uh, under-promise and over-deliver. That's, that's uh, so, very so true. <laughs> And our number three part in the seven frequently asked questions is the the idea of not working makes me certain that, not uncertain about my financial future. How can I know that the resources I have accumulated will help me meet my needs for the rest of my life? Right, that's the million dollar question. Well, and and so we, we have, we're certified financial planners. Mm-hmm. We have a plan, and it's a procedure and a process that you go through. I, I kind of want Brett to uh, recall what are the the seven steps in the financial planning process that are likely to assure a rising income your whole retirement. Well, I can tell you the the seven steps, and I'm talking about certified financial planner designation is you just need to establish what you need to do for the client. You gather information, you analyze the information, evaluate the current status of the client, and then you, from that, develop recommendations and create a a solid plan, an individual plan, a unique plan to that individual, and then you review the plan, amend the plan, you finally implement the plan, and then you monitor the plan and review it ongoing. Now, in most cases, that plan would include investing with a balanced portfolio of investments that have the right amount of stocks, the right amount of bonds, the right amount of fixed right. income, right. the right amount of risk, the right amount of, of dividend-paying investments. And uh, by doing so, you actually are likely to be having some investments during virtually every stock market event, some investments are going up, some are going down. Right. You don't, right. You don't want to have gambling instinct says we should invest in things that are only going to go up. Right. Right. That's that's the gambler in us. And, uh, and the uh, fear gene says we should invest in things that only have guarantees. Right, exactly. And when you do either right. of those, you really end up with a, the, it's sort of like you're unbalanced. And so by balancing the brain, and that's part mm-hmm. of our job is to say, balance the brain so that you have the right amount of gambler, that you have the right amount of the uh, fear gene in there, and you have the, then you're balanced, and then you're taking the right amount of risk. Right. And right, we don't right. make up the, your risk profile that we would have if a new person comes in is determined by a procedure and a process. It's right. not we don't come in and say you must do exactly what I tell you to do. We do what <laughs> is the person right. says right. by how they answer their questions and right. what their goals are, and and then that determines what kind of risk we take. Right, the risk profile. Right. Now, one of the things that I like to do, now you you could have a little bit of a, uh, once we've gone through most of the processes, especially if I'm having a new client that's going to retire in three, four, five, ten years, is I'd like to do a calculation that would 
project out how much they're going to be getting in today's dollars in the future. Right. So are they going to have enough? Right. And usually we are able to make that determination. Now, what would you say if I came out to that projection to a client? We did it. We, a mm-hmm. lot of times we do that together. Sure. We have these really smart computers now. <laughs> Holy yeah. cow. Right. They're just brilliant. Right. And then we take what they have. We take what their likely return is going to be. We take what they're going to put in in the future. We take that and compound it. Holy cow, we come out with the number, and sometimes it's scarily accurate. And then uh, then we can say, so in today's dollars, you're going to be able to retire on right. 60000 70000 Right. If they say, oh, Dale, I can't retire on that, or, oh, Brett, because <laughs> let, you're the one that did it to them. <laughs> we did it. We, we Somehow we did it to them. Oh, Brett, I can't retire on that. Then what would you do? Well, I'll tell you, we would have to, recon- we'd have to recalculate things for sure. I would ask them to put in more money. Right. <laughs> it's really kind of simple. Right. <laughs> not not a problem. But if they are able to have 10 years to, to plan, then we could say, why don't you consider increasing your contribution to your 401k? Right, right. And, you know, there is a, a kind of like a simple math formula that I can share Um if, if a person knew how much money they would need to have every month, and then you multiply that figure by 12 to get the annual amount, and then if you divide that by the rate of return you expect to get, that would you would come up with a lump sum that you would need. I think the challenge is you may know what you need now, but if you're only 40 years old, you don't know. You're going to have to know that that lump sum that you could that you need now is going to be a lot more in 20 years than it will be when you're 40. So that would be something else Dale and I would work on with a, with a client to figure that out. Typically, we make an assumption of inflation, and then we make it an inflation-adjusted. So you're so if you're able to retire right now on $78,000 a year. Now, the other part that kind of happens is most people have less debt when they retire. That's right. right. Most people have uh, have taken care of their credit card debt <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. Maybe they've paid off their house. That Those kinds of things. So the average person, as we get to that spot, would aspire to have no debt. And then the average person would be able to retire on, this This is not me making this up, certified financial planner, professional data says that you could retire on approximately 70% of your working income. Right. Uh, We've got about a minute before our break, and I'd like to offer a complimentary consultation to all the folks out there. I'd also like to offer you a copy of the seven frequently asked questions on retirement that you can get a copy of it, a hard copy or or a PDF of it. You can read it at your leisure. If you'll go to our website, www.dalebuckner.com, 
uh, we have an easier way to get it if you'd like, and that is just call us. <laughs> you, I mean, how many times have we run into the spot where the people just don't like the, just give us a call. We'll either have one at the front desk or we'll mail it to you. It's real easy to get. And then a lot of times people say they'd really rather have the hard copy with the pictures right. instead of the, the regular copy. And we'd love to visit with you and, and see if we're a good fit. And if, if we're not, you've got the good information that can help you with your future. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett's a certified financial planner professional at our offices. We're at 301 South Polk Suite, 420 in the historic Amarillo building. And as we kind of visit a little bit, we're talking about the seven frequently asked questions. And it really sets up the thing reduces the anxiety of most people that are getting ready to retire and kind of sets out a program in seven steps that you can kind of come into mm -hmm. and make a determination whether or not you're on the right track or not. It is very helpful to actually have a consultation with a certified financial planner professional early in your retirement planning. That's really important. The, the fact that you are getting ready to retire in three years, four years, five years, you might wish to, we're not the only certified financial planners, but you might wish to visit with a certified financial planner professional. Um, if you don't have one, you will be glad to fill in for the, and, and visit with you right. and give you a consultation. Now, during that consultation, we're gonna make a determination of how much you save so far and give you either the good news that you're ahead of schedule or the bad news that you need to um, reform your uh, <laughs> your bad behavior right. or whatever right. i mean it's it, it's not we're we're not trying to call somebody on the carpet but right. Uh, right. Um, most of the time we're giving good news right the average 60-year-old has not saved nearly enough. And when I can tell some 60-year-olds that they've got five to seven years before retirement and they're ahead of schedule, they literally get a sigh of relief. Right. So right. our consultations that we have to do this, we, we do not charge for, it, free without measure. So you may meet with us numerous times, and that really gives us a chance to get to know you a little bit, to get familiar with you. And then when that moment happens and you're ready to retire, then, boy, howdy, we can really make it happen. Yep, and we are happen. All, we're always available to you. I think that's important. Uh, there is a – if you have a 401K and you are in the midst of a panic attack and you're reading the news and it's just driving you completely crazy i i'm not saying you personally brett because you know <laughs> i know i know you you've had some training in this but you're really starting to get worried about the future of america and then we do also managed accounts that take usually lower risk than the S&P 500 for sure, and a lot lower risk than, than the NASDAQ. And those managed accounts will give you, uh, we can do an in-service withdrawal. Right. So if you're 59 and a half, to explain what an in-service withdrawal is, it's kind of the definition of that. Well, if you have a 401k at your current employer, 
and you are over 59 and a half and say that your 401k is worth, you know, an X amount of money, maybe 100,000, 200,000 or something like that, then it's very likely that you could transfer part of it or all of it to another advisor to manage. And we've had a lot of, well, we've had a lot of success doing that. One of the right answers is that you want active management that takes lower risk when the market's right. Right. in trouble and takes higher risk when the market's recovering. And 401ks really have, uh, they don't give advice. Right. They can't tell you what to do. Yeah, they can just <laughs> or you can charge, they'll charge you extra and then they just do it for yeah, you. Yeah, they pretty much say, here's, here's a list of our funds, go for it. Just choose what you want. Basically. Yes, and that isn't always the the best solution for somebody that's emotional about worrying about the market. Right, having somebody that's in charge is uh, active management is likely to be a more appropriate thing for the folks. The more worried you are, the more appropriate it would be to let us take over. The that's the people that are hurt the most are the ones that sell out at the bottom. That's right. Not a good idea. So those, when we kind of do this analysis, we're going to come in with a, a suggestion that you consider, not do, consider whether or not uh, in-service withdrawal would be appropriate for you. You don't get penalized from your employer. And they don't care. You can continue to put money into your account. We actually have a strategy that is relatively certified financial planner tried and true where we we give you the strategy to, after you've made the in-service withdrawal. Right. It It is something that would be appropriate. So if you would like to discuss us assisting you in making decisions on your 401k, free without measure, we do not charge for that. There's no pressure there. If you want to talk about it, give us a call at 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. In-service withdrawals are just visiting about the risk and what we think is getting mm -hmm. ready to happen. It's If you want to drop by the office, it's 301 South Polk, Suite 420. You can email me at dale at dalebuckner.com, and it's brett with two t's at dalebuckner.com. This is Dell Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett's a certified financial planner professional at our office, as I am I. And we are really talking about retirement income. And one of the techniques that we found to be most helpful is the, where we discuss Social Security income. Right. And make Social Security income one of the tried and true foundations of a growing income your whole retirement. Right. And so mm -hmm. we we dis, it we really like to have this discussion with you in person where you're sitting across the table where right. we can really look at your own social security. So when I'm discussing it right now it's just general. I'm not right. talking about you, Brett. <laughs> I'm not talking about the listener. Right. right. I'm talking kind of general, but uh, mm -hmm. generally if you will delay taking your social security you're going to get between 6.7 and 8% a year higher income for the rest of your life 
that income that you get from Social Security is better than a pension because it goes up with cost of living increases. And that's certainly going up a lot now these days. Yeah. I, I know it isn't um, – it's sort of um, – a bittersweet pill that you take, you're having all this inflation, well, they're going to give you a bigger check in January with your Social Security. Well, it's not going to buy anymore. It's going to be the same. But right. that's the whole point. Right. If right. you get a pension and they pay you exactly the same amount every year for the rest of your life and you live 30 years, it's not going to go well. Right. You get... Right. you err on the side of delaying Social Security, that becomes your pension, and then it goes up with cost of living. Right. That's got to be better. Right. And you were talking to a, the listeners a few weeks ago. You know some people that took their pension like 30 years ago, I, and they're still getting the same let amount. Let me tell you that story. So I've been around for a while. Yes, you have. And, <laughs> and then I yeah, started back in the 80s, and, and in 19, uh, very shortly after 1990, 1992, I worked with a family that retired, and they had the option of taking their pension and getting a income stream every month for the rest of their life, and then they taking, uh, at 62, they took their Social Security. And the conversation went like this. I said, well, you might want to consider not doing a, a taking the lump sum on your pension and investing it so you'll have a rising income the rest of your life. And, and literally, the guy and the lady said, I'm going to get $1,700 a month for the rest of my life. And Social Security is $1,300 a month for the family. How in the heck do you think we're ever going to spend $3,000 a month? Right, right. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's stuck. They're still alive. They're getting $3,000 <laughs> a month. I mean, it, and it, back in the 90s, early 90s, $3,000 a month was, oh, Wow, that was probably like ten, twelve thousand dollars a month now. Right. So as we kind of go through this process of really looking at whether or not you want to get a rising income, we believe it's extremely possible, if not probable, if we do certain techniques that are called the required minimum distribution techniques. And we also look at Social Security. Social Security is going to give you a rising income with the cost of living, rising income your whole life, and then the required minimum distribution by the simply working that into your system will give you a rising income your whole life. And keep in mind, though, too, Social Security is not meant to cover your total income when you retire. That was always meant to be a substitute, or as I should say, a supplement. You should have a a good retirement plan, a good retirement package, whether it's your own 401k plan, that's what we're here for, to help you grow that. Well, we're, we're hopeful that if you would like to have that conversation, mm -hmm. then we give that complimentary. We don't charge for those. Right. Free without measure. Just give us a call. We'd be glad to set that up. We can project out what your Social Security will be. We'll project out what it would be if you delay Social Security a year, two years to age 70. Right. 
And I, I'm going to, mm-hmm. after the break, I'm going to kind of give you an example of someone that did that recently. And then we can kind of visit a little bit about what kind of what happened to them. If you'd like to do that, call us 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. Email me at dale at dalebuckner.com, and it's brett with two t's at dalebuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett, thanks for being on the program. It's always good. As we kind of visited Mm -hmm. in the last segment, I was kind of telling you about one of my clients that has decided to delay his Social Security age 70. We have... Set up an income stream that is appropriate, that is very sustainable uh, out of his 401k. So he's getting the income that he was hoping for. And then at 70, I I said, you know what's going to happen at 70? Now what? Well, when you and your wife reach age 70, you're going to be getting $8,000 a month from Social Security. Really? Really? That's it's like almost $100,000 a year. In fact, it may be over 100000 a year. Yes, I'm serious. And guess what? You're going to be getting your regular paycheck from your IRA that, that we've been managing. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be $10,000. you are going to be getting $18,000 a month. Well, Dale, I don't need that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. How could it be too much? I said, well, you're going to have $18,000. Now, we can reduce the amount of money we're taking out of your 401k. In fact, we can stop it altogether and leave the 401k to just grow for a couple of years. But at 72, they're going to make you take it anyway. You're talking about the IRA, not the 401k. Excuse me. The IRA, the, the, okay, yeah, we had a rollover, custodian, custodian rollover of the 401k to an IRA, and then they're taking the money from the invested IRA. Right. Thanks for correcting me on that, live radio and all that. So as we kind of go through this process of, um, he, he said, and then they're going to make you take it at 72, they're going to make you take that. And so I got a plan for you. And that is, we're going to take that excess. If you don't want it, we can take it and we put it into a community property account and we put it into an investment account because getting zero at the bank is not an option. That's right. If you have cash at the bank and you had it there a year ago, you just lost 9% of your buying power. Right. It makes well, it makes sense. I, I, I mean, I, you know, it makes sense to have an FDIC insured money market at the bank paying zero. It makes sense when you look at what the news is, but truly, making zero at the bank is not a long-term option. Right. One of the the things that we come up with that the next one is going to be talking about risks during retirement, and we'll get get a real good reading on all the risk that you could be taking. And one of the, what I've already earmarked having a conversation about investing at zero for a long period of time <laughs> makes no sense at all. Right. Especially right. during the inflationary period. Exactly. 
Uh, now, a lot of things that we kind of converse with, and I think I'm going to kind of set this up for the next segment, the last segment is retirement planning really should be a two-part. It's accumulation mm -hmm. and, and distribution. Right. Yeah. A lot of times, all we're talking about right now is the distribution. I really ought to be having more conversations with a whole lot more people about accumulation of retirement. Right. I mean, that's we're certified financial planner professionals. We should be doing a lot more conversation about accumulation, putting the money to, into savings, reducing your taxes. We're proactively reducing your taxes. Your tax preparedness tells you how much you owe. Right. We can proactively reduce your taxes, and sometimes it can be tens of thousands of dollars a year That's in good. taxes that can be saved. That's possible. So as we kind of go through that, I, one of the seven pillars of financial planning is tax reduction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it makes sense. If you don't give it to the IRS, you get to keep it yourself, and your family gets to benefit from it. Exactly. So as we kind of go get into that conversation, we really want to have that conversation. Not only are we talking about the distribution during retirement planning, we're also talking about the accumulation. Well, it's a whole lot easier to have this conversation. Am I going to have enough for the rest of my life if you actually accumulated it? <laughs> right. You have to accumulate a lot to get a lot. Yes, exactly. So uh, we, uh, in, any, um, I, I, I've been doing a lot of talking, Brett. Is you have some notes there? Anything else you want to kind of dive into that I haven't covered? It's just I think the magic thing is just starting out young, starting out young, and just investing, contributing to your four hundred one k, your IRA, whether it be a traditional one or Roth. Although we prefer the Roth, and I think the other thing I just wanted to say, Dale, too, real quick is. Being in retirement with the investments in there, it used to be typical stocks and bonds, maybe more bonds because they're more conservative. But if interest rates are rising like they are, even that that's not going to be potentially a very good option either. It would be good to be really diversified, maybe even having funds that are even negatively correlated with other things that you've got. Because that, what that means is, is when, if some stuff goes up that you've got, others might go down a little bit, but vice versa. But it kind of lessens the risk, so to speak, especially in this day and age. Absolutely. And um, the um, just getting an interest on your money is not a good solution. You also have to have appreciation. Right. So and building that whole uh, risk profile so that you get the right amount of appreciation, the right amount of interest. Right. You're a, a big part of your check is paid from the dividends. But you you have that growth also mm -hmm. in there that keeps up with inflation is a really good point. It is, yes. Uh, as we, we kind of come to the end of this segment, I'd kind of like to offer the complimentary consultation. If you'd like to visit about that, that distribution phase of your I, – I kind of always have this message. There is somebody listening to the program right now that – had no idea they were getting ready to retire. <laughs> right. And they found right. out from their boss or from their company, or they made the decision due to their health that they need to retire imminently. If you're 
if you're really having one of those crises where you imminently are getting ready to retire, you'd mm-hmm. like I'd like to encourage you to visit with a certified financial planner professional. There are about 20 of them in the Amarillo area. We're not we're not the only ones. Right. We're two right. of the 20, but we're if you if you don't have anybody to talk to and you'd like to visit with us and see if we're a good fit. That's the way to do mm-hmm. it. No charge, no obligation. Right. 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. And that email still works, the old-fashioned email, Brett with two Ts at Dale Buckner or Dale at DaleBuckner.com. It's Brett with two Ts at DaleBuckner.com or Dale at DaleBuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett, uh, it's so good to have you on the program. We're, we kind of defined financial planning, retirement planning, as a two-part, uh, two parts, and one of them is accumulation, and the other one is distribution. And it sounds real easy when you just say, it's just two, you, all you have to do is two things. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now, when should somebody start accumulating for retirement? And I think as soon as they start earning money, as soon as, soon as they start getting a paycheck, I think it's as young as possible and keep at it no matter what. Just just keep doing it, whether it's in your 401k, an IRA, you can do both, but just continue at it. I have often been told, and the the industry tells me that a lot of people that are offered a matching amount in their 401k are not taking advantage of it. I just that's, that's, that's boggles my mind. That's, that's, that's like a pay increase. So if I told you that I would give you some money, if you'll put some money in your 401k, mm-hmm. would you not do that? I would do that. You would do that. I, it just boggles my mind that they don't No, I'm not going to put any money in my 401k. I'm not going to be here that long. Or no, I'm not going to put any money in my 401k. I made the election, and I'm sticking to it for reasons that I haven't been able to explain to anybody. <laughs> well, that, that's sort of if somebody's willing to put some money in there. Right. What if you do stay there for three to five years and you get the vesting? Then all of a sudden now you've got their money, your money. You've doubled your money by simply putting in the three to five percent or whatever it is, and they put in three to five percent. Right. Free money. Well, that, that being said, I encourage everybody that's signing up for a 401k, this is from the accredited investment fiduciary study work, that they're likely to have 25 to 30% more than they need if they'll make one single additional election at the time they sign up for their 401k. It's normally available to them, and that is to have an automatic 1% arise, raise in their contribution per year. Mm-hmm. They just check. They'll have 25 to 30% more than they need to retire. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. Assuming that they're working long enough, if they're starting a little late in life, it may be a little tougher. But let's say somebody that's in their 20s or 30s, and all they do is they go, check, 1% more per year, and they'll never miss it. They're getting raises. They're getting stuff. They they just automatically, all of a sudden, now they're putting in the maximum amount. The, the maximum, what is it, 19000 now? 
Maximum? It is. It is if you're under 50, I believe. And then it's like 25,000. About 27,000 now. 27,000? Are you serious? I'm serious as a heartbeat. Really? Right. <laughs> 20. Wow. So you could, I mean, well, now that brings up the, the, there's a financial planning principle that says that this was back when I, 25 years ago. They Libra did a study and they found out that the average age that a person marks that retirement planning is the most important thing in their financial life is 49 and a half <laughs> just before they turn 50. So if you're getting ready to turn 50 and you haven't done your appropriate savings, then you might want to make some changes that are, and we actually have a wonderful plan that after you turn 50, where you can contribute a little extra to your 401k, you pay off your debts during that period of time between 50 and 67, Mm -hmm. when full retirement age of social security, you get all your ducks in a row. You... It's only you got plenty of time to do it. You got seventeen years to make all the plans, right. and you can absolutely have a glorious, really wonderful retirement with plenty of accumulation, even at the starting at the age of fifty. Right, right. You just have to do it. Have to make the plan. You have to make it happen. That's, that's it. You have. You can't just think about it. You got to get it. Well, the way you do that, they they have this word procrastination mm-hmm. that keeps people from ever you know well get started well the way to get started is to have a cheerleader and the cheerleader sometimes is your certified financial planner professional your investment advisor right and sometimes it's your CPA sometimes it's your enrolled agent but a lot of times it's really that person that's that certified financial planner if you don't have one will we encourage you to get one mm-hmm. if you would like to test us out and see if we're the good fit it's 806-358-7977 plan it's email me at dale at dalebuckner.com Brett with two T's at DaleBuckner.com. Go to our website. Get a copy of our seven frequently asked questions about retirement at www.DaleBuckner.com.